0: Hey guys, Henning and Morden from Flip Normals, and this video is going to be a very interesting video. We're going to talk about mm. motivation, and it's it's a it's a question that we've been getting a lot both on our Discord and our comments. We've had personal emails sent about this topic specifically, so it's something we've been thinking about talking about for a while. We've made a bunch of notes, mm. sort of tried to distill our thoughts into a little document. <laughs> That And and we're just going to try and take you through the process of how we stay motivated, sort of what we have been doing in order to Mm. keep on track throughout in our careers and the kind of work that we do. And hopefully some of this can apply to you guys as well and and help you along there. It's been an incredibly hard video to actually get prepped for. Yeah. Just because it's it's kind of like when we started teaching sculpting as well. You've just been doing it for 10 years and now you got to actually find the way you are doing it. yeah, There isn't really a method to it. You're just kind of doing it. But now you've got to figure out a way to do it. Same one here with motivation. Is this something we just kind of been doing? Yeah, and I don't... The, my biggest problem with, let's say, these kinds of videos is that I don't want it to turn into this pseudo-inspirational no. bullshit about like, oh, you just got to wake up at 5 a.m. in the mm-hmm. morning and you just got to do this thing and blah, blah, blah. Like, all these like yeah. things that I think... I think a lot of the issues I have with all this is that people tend to look for a method mm. and there's something like you look on linkedin there's like 10 supposedly ceos in air quotation marks here that are saying that this is the road to success but they don't really have success and no. all. All it's like uh you have to surround yourself with failure all the time and like yeah. it, i think there's a lot of misinformation out there from people that are just trying to sell you something um yeah <laughs> this so, is a free video we have no agenda here <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, except for the money that we make on ads yeah because... click on our ads people <laughs> oh, damn okay now there's a incentive to make money we just here. tainted it didn't we? <laughs> yeah yeah but we'll try to just distill the bullshit because i yeah. i feel motivation might be probably the area with the biggest bullshit there possibly is yeah like it it is is it is the whole LinkedIn thing or the CEO on Twitter, which has all these like motivational stuff. You definitely <laughs> got to wake up five but five. You got to take a swim in the lake. It only buries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you you see it so often with the people where they have. Um, I think I think we talked about it. It's the whole um, might offend a lot of people, but uh, well, the the people on Facebook, let's say Facebook or LinkedIn that post motivational um, like images with text or whatever mm. are never the people who are successful themselves. <laughs> yeah. Because why would... I mean, it's like... It, has anyone ever read... Do they actually read the posts that they make themselves? with it's yeah. like... I, I can't even think of them because they're just so stupid most of the time. Yeah, this this video here is not going to be... You, you aren't going to be able to put this on a t-shirt. No. It, it's, a, it's a complex issue which deals essentially with human psychology and how to trick your brain into doing something that it doesn't really want to. Your, yeah. your brain wants to just chill out and survive. Now you're gonna be like, you gotta work really hard. And you, and your and your brain is like, but I don't want to do that. It's like the whole universe thing is looking for uh equilibrium. Mm. Everything in the universe just wants to be great. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then your brain is the same. Your brain doesn't want to do hard work. No, what on earth would it do that? It spends more energy. You're not designed to do complex things with your brain. <laughs> well, maybe you are, but it's like it's like your brain doesn't want to. You're not designed to do CG. No. <laughs> <laughs> So we, before we really get into integrated stuff here, we just gotta define some terminology here because the terminology here is all over the place. Motivation. What does that even mean? Yeah. Like so we we have three terms here which we are gonna which you might not agree with these terms, but this is what we're using. So you have inspiration. This is where you have a sudden burst of energy when you want to do something. You might be going to bed at two two AM at night and you're like, I'm gonna put change my life. I'm gonna start going to the gym or you're an art station and you're just looking at some awesome stuff and you're like, I'm gonna start doing some painting right away. Yeah. And that's awesome. That's an awesome burst of inspiration to have. Uh, and but it's not it's not enough by itself. And then we have discipline. Discipline is what I think is the most important thing here. It is consistently doing the hard work. It is doing the thing when you don't want to do the thing. Yeah, like because it's so it's easy to do something when you enjoy it. Mm. You know, like we were just talking about this before. Like you know, you're going to the gym and you wake up, you're well rested, and you're just like, man, I just really want to do mm. crunches today. Then you don't need discipline no. because then you're like you you're automatically in there. Your mindset is just let's do it. Mm-hmm. It is the days where you wake up and you go ah oh, it's raining, uh, there's a hurricane outside, uh <laughs> cars are crashing, but damn it, I just need to do some crunches. You need to get thick. I need to get thick. Size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh maybe you don't go to gym if there's a hurricane outside. Oh yeah, okay. that's bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're terrible <laughs> advice. <laughs> and then you have like motivation. Just this word here is kind of like, this is a bit hard to define, but this is kind of like the reason you have the d- discipline. Like you shouldn't just have discipline to have discipline. Mm. You need to have like a goal with this. This is this is the one which is a bit hard to define, but it's kinda of like the underlying feeling of wanting to do something. Yeah. It's kinda of like long-term inspiration, I guess. Mm, yeah, you could stretch yeah. the, the joy of really wanting to sculpt right now over to a feeling which is I don't want to sculpt right now, but I really enjoy the feeling of sculpting. You want to be become better at it. It's kinda of like having a long-term goal. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's I think that's a good way to put it. Motivation is I think motivation is the most evil thing in the world because it's the one that people try to exploit in other people. Mm. Like they try to take whatever goals that people have and then they try to sell them a program about motivation. And then they get the program and then it's about how to sell the program about motivation to other people (laughs) and stuff. So it's like, that's, that's why this subject is so tricky. Like, we we had a talk about, we've, we've been talking about this all morning, mm. um, trying to sort of figure out the best way to approach this. And for me personally, the reason this subject is so hard to talk about is because I don't know. Mm. Like, honestly, like, if it just on the spot and I had to come up with, what's your motivation? Why are you doing this? I'd be like, I don't know. I've been doing this for the last... <laughs> 10 years yeah so and 50, it's 15 almost. yeah so it's just a thing that's just so ingrained in me yeah. now that i can't remember a time where i didn't feel motivated to do the things that i do yeah. and then trying to come up with a i don't want to call it a system but like pieces of advice that could help other people reach that mm-hmm. as well it's so tricky yeah this entire thing started when working on an email and it was like <laughs> somebody asking do how do you stay motivated and we're like how do you stay motivated? Yeah. Like that's actually really <laughs> tricky. So we had to talk along long and hard just to be able to get back to the email because yeah. we could write some pseudo-inspirational stuff, like you know, you gotta believe in yourself. <laughs> but that is that's not really that helpful, I no. think. <laughs> so incredibly tricky topic to, to for us to actually talk about. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about <laughs> it. Let's actually start to get into some stuff here. So one of the things. A lot of people ask us, "Is how do you get started?" Like they were like, "Once you once your engine gets rolling, then then you're fine. Mm. Once the wheels are going here, how do you actually get started? How do you form habits here? We're not necessarily talking about how do you get started with this specific personal piece, though that can be it as well. How do you get started with art, and how do you just keep it going? Mm. I think you just gotta do it. <laughs> it's re- it's really it's, re- it, it's, it's so stupid because this video is, it it can be boiled down to some." some super simple things yeah. where instead of uh you go home you're like man i just want to netflix and chill all mm. night but i also really want a career as a character artist yeah. then maybe don't go home and netflix and chill all yeah. night yeah like give th- exactly. t- today was that day where you could start it it's like every day that you uh postpone it is just a longer th- it just takes longer for you to get there i remember um we talked about that with the um it's like a couple of years ago with like uh, someone who was 42 mm. and um, let's say they were 42 and they're like, oh man, I don't have an education, but I really want to be an engineer. Mm. And so let's say the engineer thing, it took four years. I don't know how long it takes, but let's say four years. Mm. We're like, okay, I can either be 46, which is math. Yes. <laughs> I can either be 46 and not be an engineer, or I can start my engineer degree and be 46 with an engineer degree. That thinking changed my life. This exactly. was This was a Reddit post, and it was uh, so talking okay, yeah. talking about that. It was it was about one of the most motivational thing they've heard, and that is really it. And and in this case, nobody he doesn't wake up every day and be like, man, I really want to become an engineer, and just doing like little bursts of motivation here, inspiration. It in this case, it was hard work. Yeah. But I really think that changed just changed the way I was thinking about it. Like I'm gonna be starting, I'm gonna be starting like uh, martial arts now fairly soon, in like a few hours, and, <laughs> and then it's like in a few years. I could become pretty proficient at it, or I could not be. It was the same <laughs> with CG as well. in when we start out, it was like a few years. I could become pretty good at CG, pretty good drawing, sculpting, or I could not. And the not part is wasn't yeah. an option for me. Then, if you could replace it with something else, let's say it is, I could become a really good sculptor, or I mean, whatever it is, it could be drawing or good languages or whatnot. Mm. If it is. If it is between becoming a good sculptor or taking care of your family yeah. I mean then is a different thing here but if it's between becoming a good sculptor or nothing else I think I think that uh, sort of <laughs> the thing about age like you'll be 30 40 50 at mm. some point anyway yeah hopefully Ho- hopefully <laughs> do you want to get to that point and not have achieved what yeah. you wanted to achieve? because you were just too lazy to start it. Yeah. I mean, you might as well try. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe you find out it's not for you or you find out it's too hard, you don't really feel like you're you have the skills for whatever, but at least at least then you tried and you figured out oh, you didn't like it. Yeah. That's um, fair enough. It's it's funny with age cuz there are, there are some people who's like in their 60s and they're like, should I be trying it? Because maybe they have 10 years of their professional life left. And that is like, all right, you do actually, you are getting into a more advanced age here. But I, most of the people who ask me that, they're like 21. <laughs> what are you talking about? In the US, you've been able to drink for like a few months. Yeah. Like if you, I mean, you can always start, you can always do this, but particularly, I know most of our our audiences is in their 20s and 30s. Yeah. At that point, you are... Super young. <laughs> yeah. You can do anything. It takes it takes a few years of hard work to get up to a certain level. But that means that in a few years, you are at that level. I mean, yeah. in order to go from zero to a level in particularly sculpting here, where you can do something adequate, maybe you're talking two years of, mm. of determined sculpting. If you're 21, you're 23, nobody cares. You look the same. You're the same person. Yeah. It, it, it's insane to me. Just the whole thing of... You are now 21 in four years. You'll still... You'll be four years older, but you can just have the skills or you cannot have the skills. Yeah. Completely changed the way I've been thinking about stuff. Yeah, it was a, there was a guy that um, messaged me the other day as well. Um, not not so much about uh, motivation, but just in terms of acquiring skills, which I think is relatable. Mm. Um, he, he was talking about, you know, applying for school and doing a course online. And... This course was like a drawing course mm. advertised for beginners. And he was like, okay, yeah, I'll sign up for that. He has no drawing experience whatsoever, as far as I could understand. And then he realized he actually needed some sort of fundamentals for this drawing course and, and messaged me. and was like, okay, so do you think it's feasible that I can learn the fundamentals of drawing if I do 10 hours a day for a week? Mm. No, that's no. impossible. Like, because the, the thing about, so especially... It doesn't matter if it's art or if it's, I don't know, use engineering again or whatever. Yeah. It's, there's so many, um there's so many concepts that you have to learn within a field or an industry or something that just, it's repeated exposure over long periods of time, like yeah. consistent exposure again and again. And then you start to get like, when he, when he asked me, um, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing, nothing bad about it. It's just like, this is the example, you know, what, what, uh, I started thinking about what are drawing fundamentals Mm. like I did I don't know like I've been drawing for for many many years now and like I'm okay at drawing I mostly do 3d now Um, but when I first started drawing it was like the classical drawing like with charcoal and figure drawing that kind of stuff I I don't think about fundamentals anymore I don't think about um, weight uh, consciously, I don't consciously think about uh, shadow perspective, it's something that you learn over time it's not something you can learn in a week, it's the same thing with sculpting, you can't learn the fundamentals of sculpting in a week, it's just something that takes time, and once you exactly. get to that point, I think then it becomes more fun, like that. that's where you need discipline mm-hmm. for that. the first year two years, however long it takes to get you up to speed with those fundamentals that's where you need discipline to keep you going because it's not you can totally enjoy what you're doing and enjoy the tasks and enjoy, okay, I want to get to that level, but you might still be creating art that looks kind of like poop and <laughs> that's gonna take some time to get out of it and you just i mean we still create stuff that looks like poop, yeah in the beginning We're just you go, to show you yeah <laughs> but even even the pieces that turn out well, they have a poop stage, yeah, and you need to work through that that's where your discipline goes, okay it doesn't matter if I feel like this looks like. A pile of trash right now, yeah. but I need to get through this. I think I think what you're talking about here with like drawing fundamentals is so important because when I really started to draw here that was that was during animation workshop I've been drawing for years before that but I was trash at it I can draw portraits of celebrities mm. and they were, they were pretty decent portraits but that's just monkey see monkey do <laughs> just copying here <laughs> yeah. truly learning drawing fundamentals to me wasn't so much understand a two point perspective or like specifically how to like render with a pencil or something like that it was understanding volume like intuitively understanding volume where you can just put down some pencil marks on a piece of paper and you understood the volume you can yeah. kind of like you got the perspective kind of free and i'm not really talking about the perspective lines here it was just understanding intuitively the volume and that is that is what takes time you can't just brute force that mm. that took me eight months i think to to intuitively understand and i was doing that every single day for hours this is something you can't just do a sprint on yeah. you can't just go i'm, I'm just going to be crunching this for like 10 hours and then you learn it it's your mind takes time to develop these things here. Yeah, it's not just so much talking about specifically the hours you put in, like the whole ten thousand hours thing. I think is complete bullshit <laughs> and has has absolute <laughs> no basis in science. Uh, but it, it's just you just got to spend time to learn these things here. Yeah. Learning fundamentals here is not just so much about the hours, but it's also just so much about how much linear time has passed here. Mm. Maybe you need like like I think maybe two three hours a day over like. Every single day over, over like a week, two weeks might be better than like, I don't know, like, what would that be? Like tw- 20 hours or so in a single day. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta space it out because yeah. it takes time for your mind to learn this. It's kind of like with workout as well. You, you can't just work out for 10 hours a day. <laughs> no, you gotta do two hours <laughs> for five days here because yeah. your mind has to recover. Your body has to recover from learning. You gotta sleep. You gotta put it into from your short term memory to your long term memory. And this takes a lot of time. That, that's do... really something that um I started taking more and more seriously when I got back into language learning um so currently <laughs> currently Henning is learning Chinese and I'm learning Japanese mm. and, <laughs> good um, fun <laughs> I actually Casually. I actually started j- learning Japanese the first time when I was around 16 mm. that's where my inner weeb sort of peeked out a little <laughs> bit, you know, listened to some Japanese music, tried to watch some anime. It mm. wasn't really for me. Then I, again, when I was around 20, I mm. think, um, that's when I really started to... Because it, the reason it failed when I was 16 was because I had literally no goal or motivation mm. with learning Japanese. It was like, this was kind of cool, I guess. Mm. Um, when I was 20, my girlfriend at the time, she, um, she had worked in Japan. For, um, for a couple months and we started talking about it. I was like, I was like that sounds really cool i didn't really know anything about japan and i started looking into it i was like kanji looks pretty 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 badass mm-hmm. I was like i would like to learn to write that that looks cool i learned i started learning more about the language i thought hmm, the language sounds pretty nice um looked at more anime still couldn't get into anime <laughs> but you know as a, as a get into that, so as yes. a proficient weep nowadays <laughs> i have to watch anime so <laughs> but it's like the cramming is is really what i started taking seriously like or the not cramming i should mm. say where if i sit and i just rep out kanji and vocab for eight hours a day i'm my brain is dead yeah after I know personally that I can do it for about an hour and a half to two hours of intense study, then I need to take a break. Yeah. And maybe that is all I do that day. Or maybe if I take a break of an hour or so, maybe four or five hours, then I come back to it again and, and I do another hour or two. That works for me personally. Yeah. Um, we talked, uh, Henning and I talked about this. I, I don't know if this is the correct term for the method. Um, we're calling it the thirty thirty method. Yeah. I think the thirty thirty method is a little extreme. It's where you... Do something that you, that you want to do, like, the, like you're working towards becoming a character artist. So you sculpt a foot for 30 minutes. Then you reward yourself for 30 minutes. Like now you watch uh, whatever, you watch YouTube videos of cats because yeah. that's really what you enjoy. And then you that's go back. I, that's what I about. <laughs> <laughs> then you go back and you work for thirty minutes. And you so it's like work, play, work, play, thirty mm-hmm. minutes. I think thirty thirty might be a little extreme. I yeah. would say more like maybe you work for forty minutes and then you take a ten minute break or something yeah. where you do something you enjoy or maybe go for a walk. Yeah. But the whole cramming, um, personally, I don't think it's good for learning. Whether you're learning, you know, language oh. or again becoming an engineer <laughs> or a character artist, whatever it is, I think your brain has like this it needs to internalize a lot of the things that you've just learned yeah. and if you're trying to cram in a lot in a day uh, unless you have some sort of rainman memory yeah. i think your brain is naturally just going to latch onto the things that it thinks is most important yeah and you and you got to sleep you, you actually oh, yeah. just got to sleep between the sessions. Like, I can't stress how important that is. So, a lot of research coming out now just on the importance of sleep. And we actually were talking about doing a separate episode on that, just on because that, that topic is just so important. But when you are learning, you just got to rest in between and yeah. get proper eight hours of sleep. There is I, 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 I absolutely despise this thing we're seeing online now where you're yeah. like, Guys, I didn't sleep. I got like three hours, and because I, I worked so hard, yeah, cool. You're not just now now gonna be inefficient for next week. It's actually just as a quick not to talk too much about the Japanese stuff, <laughs> uh, for because I don't know if it has nothing to do with motivation. Maybe we can we yeah, can get we, in there. Yeah, we can get in there. <laughs> um, Go for it with the sleep specifically. I noticed that so I'm using a I'm using an application called Anki for mm-hmm. um uh, for my kanji, and when I when I sleep. Properly, eight hours, uh, like uninterrupted sleep, Uh, my retention rate for remembering things in the past week or month is around 90 to 95%. Mm. When I don't sleep, that drops by 10% consistently. And it's that's, consistent and that's one night of bad that's sleep one night of bad sleep and, where i get maybe six hours and now imagine if you have consistent six hours like you're just not functional no. it's, it's like being drunk and well <laughs> how much fun that might be i mean it's not really a good long-term strategy for that yeah no, that, that, i think that is hard so if you if you're consistently seeing that it's hard for you to stay motivated because you don't feel like you're learning the things you can't remember where the bridge button in maya is or whatever no. maybe it's because you need to also fix your sleep yeah I've seen it so many times where you, um, you're you playing a game and you just can't get this bloody thing right. I was just playing the new Donkey Kong game on the Switch. It's <laughs> such a stupid example. And it was a boss there. I just couldn't get it right. Uh, and I tried for like literally two hours. I was so frustrated. Wake up the next morning, first try. Yeah. And like nothing changed there. But your, your mind just kind of like cemented what has happened there. It, it put all the knowledge from short term memory into long term memory. Yeah. And it just kind of. You just kind of stored it in a more efficient way. It I, processed it. I think that's where it's interesting. I think that's a good example of of getting an int- intuitive understanding of something. You know, mm. something silly as it's just a video game. I've it's had that. Just, it's Donkey Kong. <laughs> I've had that with Dark Souls as well, <laughs> where I go to sleep and the next day I do it first try. Yeah, because every time, every time, because all of a sudden. Instead of, first of all, now you're not filled with rage anymore, <laughs> <There's> <laughs> that kind of is annoying, but your brain has sort of figured out the patterns mm. after you've been sleeping, that's now stored in your long-term memory, and then once you start doing it again, you're like, oh, okay, oh, that's just that's how I do it. Yeah. Same, with, same with 3D as well it's it's really interesting how 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 it works how it's how you can take Donkey Kong knowledge <laughs> into 3d <laughs> yeah so, I think it's also interesting with the whole with like, discipline as well and language learning because I mean we we can't just talk about 3d here because this is there are parallels here yeah and also with 3d. It's so we. It's so long since we actually learned this. We don't remember anymore. It's actually really hard, <laughs> and it's been like such a long process here. But like specifically for me learning Chinese, which is a ridiculously hard thing to do, might be one of the hardest things. If I just if I only did that when I felt super inspired, I would never do it. I would have failed a long time ago. I've been doing it for a year and a half now, and it's like if you can just keep. Let's say you're doing like one word a day. Then you're up to like three hundred sixty five a year if you do two words a day you double that three words a day and you're like like almost two thousand words in a year mm. I mean that's pretty cool and that's only three words a day and then you have two thousand a year then you have so two thousand a year and then you do this for five years suddenly yeah. you are up to ten thousand words and that's just by doing three words a day yeah like that is not that hard it's like if you were we did the same thing with sculpting as well during my last year of uni the last couple of years there i I just sculpted every single day. And that stuff matters, mm. like this kind of stuff accumulates if you're in order to learn sculpting specifically or anything for that matter you just gotta do it a lot. There isn't like the one sculpt where you're now fluent in sculpting or fluent in language. It takes maybe like five hundred sculpts to do it. you just gotta get through them. Yeah. you just gotta have the discipline to get through them, even if you aren't feeling even if you aren't feeling it that day you gotta spend an hour, hour, two hours to sculpt in this thing here and Let's say you have a day where you're really not feeling it. Do a simpler study. Mm. Take a study of just eyes. Do a monster eye. Do like a tiger, whatever it might be. Just do one specific part and just focus on that. Something where it's not super hard. We had that now with flip normals as well. you we have days where you're just not feeling it. <laughs> and you just got to go, all right, today is a simpler day. It's not a non-zero day. the rather, it's not a zero day where you get nothing done. It's It's just a day where you... You just do something simpler. Yeah. Still productive, but it doesn't break your brain. Yeah, I mean, I, we had that the other day where I, like, the the heat in the UK has been intense. And we have recently. no infrastructure for that whatsoever. <laughs> no air conditioning, no cooling, not anything. No. So, um, a yeah. shirtless recording. <laughs> no video. <laughs> no video. Thank um, God. <laughs> but, you know, so the heat really got to me, but I still need to get some work done. Yeah. So... It was just, okay, delegate out uh, pleb tasks to me (laughs) where I just go monkey see, monkey do. And then I do that for a couple hours and then I finish because that's what I could do that day. But it's still about just getting the work done. Of course, I think it's important to mention that you will just have days where you feel like a potato. And that's you take a potato day. Or maybe it's a potato week where you just go, you know what? I'm just going to live in nature for a week now with the squirrels or something. Because it's like, it's just, it's also getting that break. So it's like, I feel like there are two kinds of breaks in order to stay motivated. It's like, one is you don't try to cram everything into an eight-hour period and just sit there. And the other is you don't try to cram everything into a year. You also, you have to consider your life, um, your, your hobbies, family. These are all also things that... Yeah. You, like it, it might it might seem a little I guess counterproductive, but you have the whole I want to be better at sculpting, and I want to be really good at sculpting in five years. So I just gotta sit there, discipline, do the work until I'm done. Mm. The thing is, you're never done. But um, <laughs> you also have to consider what comes after, what's yeah. in between, because it's not just. I think motivation could be more things than just. Let's say your goal was to become a character artist. You want to work on VF like big vfx films and stuff but you have you know you have your family that can help you stay motivated they're like oh this is really cool i mean your family's always gonna love what you show them anyway yeah, put it put your skull in the fridge exactly like oh that's so cool yeah, hopefully uh, they do <laughs> yeah hopefully or if- find people not, not i wouldn't say to like f- it's not like fake don't seek out fake uh motivation no it's not like you. that's why we've raged a lot about the whole posting on Facebook, because yeah. it's always just like, oh, this is great. Yeah, this is the yeah. best thing I've ever seen, even though it's not. But, you know, that or seeking out people, like-minded people that can help you stay motivated. because you can motivate each other. Yeah. And then you think about, okay, what comes after this character artist life? You know, maybe it's family or maybe it, you've destroyed your body by sitting in front of a computer for 12 hours a day. That's gonna totally destroy your body, and you didn't do any fitness at all. Yeah. Like I've had that issue. I've had massive issues with my back because yeah. I chose to not do that. I was just sitting, grinding, grinding, grinding without any regard for my health, and that that affects me now. I was doing that during during uni. I um, I I, I had I was wearing like gloves on both like arthritis gloves on both my <laughs> hand and uh, arms, and I was like twenty, and I, I should have been fit. I was fit as so well. I was doing a bunch of workout but i i would I would work till like two three a m and that was insane get two two three a m and get four to four to six hours of sleep and sure i was i got a lot of stuff done, but at what cost yeah I would much rather be I wouldn't even say slower. Because, yeah if i hadn't if you can't work ten hours a day then you can work five hours, but that might not be less productive no it just you would pro- you probably be more efficient doing less work. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, what we're doing with FlipNormals now—we've been going since 2013. We're going for almost five full years now. Wow. This this is this is a long project. I know we only became super active here in in January, but there has been a lot of stuff under the hood, like yeah. building this up here. Our YouTube isn't just the only part of this of FlipNormals; is a huge part here. So we have essentially been working like three to four hours every single day after after work. And we've had full-time jobs in yeah. VFX as character artists. Like this wasn't like a, we were not working like two hours spare time or something. We had to provide for ourselves yeah. and we had to build up our career at the same time. And that has been really, really hard. That That's where you just, I think you have to have that combination of, like for me, inspiration hasn't played a factor in that. No. But the combination of discipline and motivation has. Yes. So uh, like a standard day. So here's a little thing that you might not know. So we have Flip Normals, right? We also have a secret company. Yeah. More uh, on that later. More on that later. <laughs> um, so we have two companies, and we've had those two companies. So Flip Normals for five years, five okay. years, and the other one for two years yeah. now. And then there was a full time job. Yes. So go to work. Come in at nine, eh, ten, <laughs> and uh, leave at six. You come home. It's seven. You have to eat. Yeah. You and then it's just well we need to get this stuff out so you start working at seven thirty or eight then you do that for a couple of hours yeah. three four hours of stuff and then you go to sleep yeah and then you do that again so it's like it's kind of this thing of like it's not the most healthy thing no but that was our discipline just told us to keep going because we were so motivated to go full time on flip normals yeah and we are yeah we've been we've been full full time for flip normals for the last month and a half and it's it's fantastic yeah. So I, I really can't stress how important the discipline part of that has been. Like, when you've been working, like, essentially 10, 12-hour days for, like, two years, you're not like, fuck yeah, <laughs> let's do it. This is awesome. You are like, this is not amazing, but I can see the light at the end of the tunnel here. And we yeah. could. We could see that if we just keep pushing this, then there is something greater. But if we if that was my life, doing three jobs at the same time mm. for 12-hour days, like, that's not sustainable. Like, that is... There's also where we had time where we just like we took a week off each and it's like now this is donkey kong time. Yeah, This yeah. is breath of the wild and a switch you lying in a bed as a potato and you're just kind of trying to recover. So I wouldn't I wouldn't really advise anyone to do three companies <laughs> at one time. No. Cuz that is that is just ludicrous it's while like, you're building a career. We're trying to we're trying to give you all these tips and tricks but we the, the reason is like we've fallen into so many of these pitfalls ourselves. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's why it's 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 actually really good to talk about because we've been derps about this as well for sure like we've we've messed up things where it's like oh maybe we shouldn't have done this maybe we should approach it this way um like like hitting say with said with you know now it's just video game time i had three weeks where i only played um zelda like when it came out for the switch and that's all i did and it was so nice to get that break and then then you come back to it that's what we talked about maybe take a week off yeah you come back to it now you feel refreshed maybe you've maybe you've got a new perspective on something you're like oh okay now i'm motivated to keep going this way yeah. maybe your motivation changes because yeah, of it for sure one thing as well which you are kind of alluding to here is that well if you want to do if you want to do great things let's say you want to work at blizzard at something or pixar or whatever it might be that's hard to do like that is genuinely a really tricky thing to do every single person who's working at blizzard doing like what you want to do mm. they've had to sacrifice a lot of things They're most yeah. likely they had to move from their hometown yeah um, that that is like the first one which means that first off it's going to be hard to see your friends and family i mean i'm not from london we we had to move country we had to move country I'm, i've lived in by the time i was 23 i lived in three countries mm. like that is that is honestly hard to do but it's like if you if you gotta do it you gotta do it. You you gotta sacrifice certain things here, and that's not just to, to sound depressing here. It's just that there are just things you can't have it all. You can't most likely you can't live with your friends and family, have all the spare time in the world, Netflix and chill every single day, stay up to date on all the games, and just really like you go to the beach and all these kind of crazy things while you are working at a major company. Like no. it it requires sacrifice here. But this is also where you gotta have. You gotta have hobbies and you gotta have a life next to it, because otherwise you you'll you'll quit Blizzard in you know, five years and you're like, Well, that was that wasn't worth it. You worked in a lot of cool stuff. But as we talked about in one of our last videos, it does become a job. Yeah. So you gotta have a balance here. But I just wanna stress this that you do have to sacrifice something at some point here. I mean, I'm not saying that you gotta just Go crazy and sacrifice like a, like a ceremonial goat or something. Like, don't just do it for no no purpose here. Like uh, there is no god which requires the blood of the innocent here. It's just that in order to learn this, let's say you are a beginner and you want to. I know we keep talking about sculpting because that's just that's just our thing, but you want to yeah. become a drawer. <laughs> you want to become an illustrator. Uh, you, that takes time to learn. The mm-hmm. whole ten thousand hours thing is. I mean. Is is bullshit because ten thousand hours, but it just represents a buttload of time. Yeah, you just got to spend a crazy amount of time learning it, and your competition will spend just as much time as you are. Yeah. So in order to do that, you can't play video games every single day. Maybe you can do it once you reach your goals. Then yeah. You can take a step back and play video games, and and do all that kind of stuff. I hadn't really played video games in like years now. The only reason I could is because I bought a Switch. Yeah. And I could I could it was portable. So I think that I think that's important. Yeah, I think it's, it's interesting because I have um have a friend who um who sort of I think chose to balance his life in a unfortunate way when it came to sort of like the the sort of creative um path, you know, where instead of splitting splitting his time between the creative stuff and trying to improve it mm. gradually became more of more and more um consuming media and playing games mm. and you know he's quit now like he, he's done he doesn't want to do this anymore because he didn't i don't know maybe it was like six or seven years of trying to do this and and repeatedly yeah. didn't really get that far uh, skills kind of stayed the same and i think Maybe, maybe i don't i you know obviously i don't know maybe the motivation wasn't there from the beginning mm. or maybe I don't know, maybe he just didn't feel it but i i've seen that a lot where people that end up in that position they then they they're the kind of people that start to gravitate towards finding methods to keep them motivated mm. and i think if you're just, trying to find methods to keep you motivated then maybe you have to rethink why you're doing the thing you're doing it's like uh, maybe i'll piss more people off but i, <laughs> I hate people Do that, i hate when people make lists okay <laughs> it's like it's no but it's it's more like you can totally keep a list mm. but it's the whole list uh, people mentality of like i have to have a list of my goals and so i need to know what my goals are i can't have any long-term goals because when i reach my long-term goal then i'll then I don't know what to do anymore and mm. stuff. And I, I think if you've reached the point where you're trying to find a method to keep you motivated, maybe either rethink why you're doing the thing you're doing, maybe, yeah. maybe you can still, you know, find that motivation and find the original motivation to why you wanted to do this in the beginning. Maybe it was you wanted to become a game artist at a blizzard yeah. or something. But there is also a point where if you're latching onto things and desperately trying to, to figure out how to stay. Within the field and motivated, maybe it's not for you. Yeah. Now to be clear on lists, lists are awesome. Just use them for the right thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We had actually people here talking about uh, specific lists because oh, I asked a bunch of people here, and they were like, "Lists are awesome if you wanna." It, it's internally in a project. One thing we can talk about here is kind of mm. like you have a huge project here, and how do you how do you do it? It might take like three months to do because big projects are just time consuming. And if you're just going now, oh boy. <laughs> That's a lot of work, yeah. And you're looking at the entire thing here. That is crazy. I mean, you can't really, you can't really perceive of all that. Maybe it takes like 300 hours to do. That is a lot of stuff to have in your mind at any one point here. Yeah, you need to break it down. You gotta break it down here. So we had some people oh, who approached me personally on Twitter saying that what they would do. They would make lists. <laughs> so this is not to shit on your point, because that's no. totally valid. It's just that uh, in this case, they would just break the project down into smaller tasks. Mm. So that's, that's something we keep doing as well. Yeah. It's like you you're doing like this. I mean uh, we have a list right here. You <laughs> yeah. know, about uh, what this video is about. <laughs> yeah, so. Exactly. So if you if you have this massive project here, uh, let's say you're doing like a, you're doing a massive personal piece which has like 30 assets and needs to be rigged and everything. If you're going like, oh shit, that's a lot of stuff. Hmm. You can't do that. You've got to break it down into, okay, how many characters are there? What props do they have? Let's say it's one character and it has three props. It's holding a gun and has a helmet. Then you've got to just figure out. You, know, you just got to start with, okay, model the character, then model a the prop, then model helmet, then yeah. texture the thing, and then light it, and just be methodical about it. You really need to break bigger projects down into smaller pieces here, yeah. and because. It's like what we're talking about, like, if you want to become fluent in a language or if you want to do, if you want to learn sculpting, there isn't, like, the event where you learn it. There is not, like, you wake up and you're, like, you see a light bulb, ding, and now you know sculpting. It's a time process. It it really just takes time to learn these kind of things. Same with the project as well. You're not just, like, well, I guess you do have a point where the project is done, but it's not, like, you're just grinding and suddenly it becomes done. It's an iterative process where it becomes 5% better for every single asset you're doing. Now this one is done. Move on to the next asset. Mm. Then the next asset. And then at the end of it, you just have a finished product here. Yeah, You really just got to think of it as, as a bunch of smaller steps. And then like you can do anything. If something is really hard, let's say you have a really hard asset to model. Like you have a crazy hard gun to model. Well, you're like, oh shit, that's pretty hard. Break <laughs> it down into the st- individual pieces. Can you model each individual piece? Can mm. you do that? If you can, then then you just assemble the gun from all these individual pieces. And and again, if something is too hard, break it into smaller chunks. Yeah. That has been maybe maybe the most helpful thing I've, I've done when it comes to approaching bigger tasks here. And this is, that was a really big, a really common question as well, mm. which we got when I approached this video here. I think another way to... Because it's it's not to it's not to say that if you don't feel like you have the motivation, you should just quit. No, um, there is a point, obviously, where you might have to start rethinking that. But you know, there there are definitely steps that you can take to boost your motivation. Mm. Um, and you know, we were talking about you can. One of the things is is to keep track of your progress, which I think is really cool. Mm. Obviously, if you make a portfolio that's a surefire way to look back at what you've done. Like, I've always made it a point to never remove stuff from the internet, even though, even, like, it might be embarrassing or it might be stupid, but it's like, at least then I know it's there. You know, I could just save it to a hard drive or whatever, but those might get lost, I could upload to Dropbox, blah, blah, blah. But I think it's good to have a record of all the things that I've done. It's just, it's cool to look back. And then you can also see, okay, this is where I was a year ago. Oh, maybe I should do the same project. Um, and see how I've improved, and, but don't do the like silly Facebook ones where you actually make a worse one. Because uh, <laughs> I see that a lot. It's like, oh yeah, I started drawing ten years ago, and now my drawing is actually worse. Yeah, but yeah, we see that. It's more comparing yourself to your former self is a is an interesting way to try to boost your motivation. Hopefully, you've improved in in that period. Otherwise, I guess it could be demot- demotivating. Yeah. Um, you should have improved if you've just been keeping up consistently, doing the work consistently. I think that's so important. Like The moment you start comparing yourself to people in ArtStation and all these crazy places. ArtStation is essentially a representation as a slice of life of the best artists in the world. <laughs> and they're all represented on the front page there in all the different categories where they are the expert on that. Yeah. You have the best sculptor right next to the best, illustrator next to the best, <laughs> concept art next to the best, game artist. The thing is, there is always somebody better than you always just because if you are the best best game artist whatever that might be you but you're a best, best sculptor there is somebody who's better at sculpting a specific part or a different style than you or yeah or let's say you were to become the best objective best sculptor impossible to do but let's for sake of argument say that then you have somebody who's better at character design than you yeah, yeah there is always somebody who is better than you and you just gotta accept that and then stop comparing yourself to other people because it's just not going to work it's the whole thing we're talking about in one of the other videos like you you feel demotivated because you compare your behind the scenes footage with their highlight reel <laughs> like you don't know how much time we went into getting those pieces that no. they're doing. but if you compare yourself to your former self then you have a fairly objective way of doing it like more like morton I, I i've kept all my stuff online i have um i have a blog which goes back to 2008 i think it is mm. and it's brutal i mean like the first stuff there is like it's not great because it's like ten years ago, yeah. but it's fine. Who cares? Uh, the cool thing is you can see progress, and then you can also see that at this point in the, this year something changed. Yeah, like you can see th- you can see these leaps of improvement here. Yeah, I had that with a there was a Danish three D form that is unfortunately not online anymore. So oh. I have salvaged those pictures mm-hmm. uh, where I went back and I actually checked it out. Oh, man, I was just a douche. <laughs> like um, there was this one I was trying to do a self portrait. You know, in 3D. Mm. and Easy. Easy. I didn't know anything about 3D <laughs> at this point. I've probably done it for maybe three months or something. Mm. And so I posted this picture of a, of a let's call it a head. I <laughs> guess it had the silhouette of a head. A potato. A potato with a, a nose. resembling potato. <laughs> but the problem is I didn't know anything about topology. Mm. I didn't know anything about the flow of the face, how, how things were supposed to sit on the face. So I posted this on the forum and one guy I got back to me and was like, yeah, great start obviously, you know, he thought it was shit. <laughs> but uh he's like maybe you want to look into, you know, topology and like try to fix like, you know, get some get some topology flow around the eyes and the mouth. And my stupid 17-year-old self or however it was is like, oh uh, yeah, you know, I thought topology was pretty hard, so I'll just I'll do that next time. It's <laughs> like, you idiot. <laughs> but these are the kind of things where you look back and you think, man, that was pretty stupid. Yeah. Let me not do that. Yeah, yeah, that's a Every. good way of doing it as well. Not just looking back onto act the actual art, but also just looking back at how he was a person. In yeah. this case, that both are valid. <laughs> hopefully, you're a bit better than that <laughs> now in both, both Ho- areas. Hopefully. A little bit. One thing I also want to talk about as well is uh, I think it's really valuable to not do easy things, but to do hard things. Mm. It's kind of like the whole thing... Uh, uh, I think it's a JFK speech when he's talking about like we do we go to the moon not because it's easy but because it's hard because you're conquering a thing here. Yeah. Uh, this is something that um, we, we listen to uh, some of Jordan Peterson's rants. He uh, he's a very angry man sometimes, but he has some he has some pretty he has some pretty important tidbits here of of uh, of wisdom I'd say. One of the things he's been talking about, which I totally agree with, is you really get satisfaction and deep joy in life from doing hard things. It's kind of like. Um, what everyone keeps saying about, oh, if I win the lottery, I'm just going to go to the beach and drink a mar- margarita. You're like, all right, cool. How many margaritas are you going to have? You're going to be sitting here for 12 hours a day. You're going to have six margaritas or so seven margaritas. And you're going to be just be doing this forever. Yes. That's an easy thing to do. That is the easiest <laughs> thing in the world. You can become fat and you're just going to be drinking margaritas and be super drunk. And tanned. And super tanned and Get skin cancer like nobody's <laughs> business. Or you can do something which is actually tricky to do like maybe you want to learn a new skill maybe you can go down to the beach it's like and you find somewhere in mexico where you can manufacture your own tequila <laughs> set up your own tequila company so you can drink i don't know like, uh, that would be hard right yeah, that's like super hard. You, you will find you will find a lot of joy in that like uh, i find a lot of joy in in doing what we're doing here like getting to the level we were in in our career was really hard to do it required a lot of work uh like doing character arts for movies. There aren't that many positions there. And that was mm. that was really fun to do. And it gave me like a like a deeper sense of I wouldn't necessarily say purpose, but it just gave me like a deep joy knowing I'd I'd achieved something really hard. Yeah. Flip normals has been incredibly hard because it's been such a marathon. It's like it's like <laughs> it's kind of stupid. You know, we give our up our career to sit here and talk about <laughs> stuff for free YouTube videos. Yeah. But it's it's kind of the thing where we've now switched out something. I'm not going to say that doing the effects and doing creatures isn't hard, but it became less hard. Yes. You know, because you get used to the work. It became you a get, habit. Yeah. And you become used to how to work with and working with people in a company. We have switched that out now for being full time uh, with our own thing. Now it's suddenly really hard again. Yeah, it is. And you That's know, I awesome. get, I get an immense joy out of it. Like, yeah. I don't know. My motivation is just to keep this growing and, Uh, you know get this out to as many people as i can i can see that we're helping people Mm -hmm. you know we're getting a we're getting a lot of feedback from everyone now that you know they're really enjoying the content and maybe people learn something someone recently got in touch with that about us about oh yeah i wasn't gonna apply for this internship thing but now i applied and i got it thanks to you guys so it's like oh that's super cool so my motivation there is just to Help people improve and, and learn, and that 's really hard i mean it 's really <laughs> hard to essentially motivate people to get an internship at a certain place and that yeah. gives, that gives me a lot of joy yeah, and uh, doing Chinese is incredibly tricky if you know any good resource for learning Chinese, please <laughs> let me know there is i can 't find any it 's so tricky, but the moment you like listen to a song or you listen to a podcast or and you just catch a sentence, and you 're like, "Oh, I get this now yeah that that level of satisfaction is insanely rewarding yeah it's so it's so good but that's because it's i'm doing something hard if i was just drinking margaritas all day i'd be like cool another margarita awesome (laughs) so it's the same thing as well when you're doing fitness as well which is hard i mean we've both been doing fitness for like the last many years just staying in shape but the moment you can see real improvement maybe you haven't like taken like a super douchey selfie in a while and you haven't like seen (laughs) progress but then the moment you do actually see progress i become so hyped in a whole different level. Mm. And the reason, I think, is because because it's hard, not a lot of people can do it. Yeah. Because if it was, you know, by definition, it's hard. So it just kind of means that you can now do something that not a lot of people can do. Yeah. Apart from the entire country of China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, the reason I, I can talk about sort of Japanese and motivation is because It's still a fairly fresh thing, you know, compared to 3D, which I've been doing for so long that it's kind of hard to think back to when it started and stuff. I've been doing 3D for longer than I haven't now, pretty much. That's so That's insane. But like with with Japanese, it's when I I was around, yeah, when I started the second time, when I was around 20, I started because I got uh, like an internship job thing Mm. in Japan and this was during school and i was going to go down there for the summer and just work for a little bit so i thought you know it'd be super cool if i could speak the language mm. this is like i don't know with six or seven months of prep or something and it's kind of back to the drawing guy you know can i learn a language no you cannot no uh, it's no. just it's too little time and i didn't really my motivation wasn't really all there i think it was just more of a this would be kind of cool mm. yeah so let, let me try so obviously i failed horribly <laughs> it was hard to keep myself motivated by like reading textbooks and doing kanji was like why do i need this if i can just speak i don't need to read um whereas whereas with this time obviously now i have more time because we quit our jobs Mm. but also after working there and being there uh, i just found out that i really enjoy the country i really enjoy being there I, i just enjoy exploring the country It's such a huge country with crazy nature crazy culture and there's so many fun things to do so that really motivated me to pick it up again mm. and and really go go ham on on studying the language, so I think finding that one thing that can motivate you and obviously that that thing can change like that changes all the time for us with with three d then you go like, "Now I just want to be the best." person that's sculpting a face yeah and then you go like oh, okay i think i think i'm decent now yeah. and then you develop a new kind of motivation where oh, maybe i can apply this to the entire body yeah uh, maybe i want to learn texturing now so i yeah. can become a better artist in general yeah. so it's like it's trying to shift those goals to sort of keep ahead of them all the time i think yeah, i think so this is something which we're, we had a point which is kind of related to this it's like um make a list of self, of self your weaknesses This is something i did during art school as well just what is my biggest weakness? can also here. be a mentalist. It can also be a mentalist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to actually write it down. But like just figure out yeah. Just figure out what, what is your weakness. And if you keep always improving your weakness, I mean, you're just going to generally become, hopefully, a fairly adequate person. <laughs> a fairly adequate <laughs> person that's okay, decent in yeah. most ways. Yes. And then, of course, it's kind of like the debate between should you make the strongest stuff stronger or should you make the weakest stuff stronger? I heard um I heard a podcast where we're talking about like football versus uh, or soccer if you're from across the pond and you're silly ah. <laughs> and, and like football versus basketball here and in basketball it was about making the strongest player stronger but in football it was about making the weakest player stronger mm. just because then in, in there are so many goals in basketball where you just you just gotta get those through yeah. but in football it's like it can be one zero yeah and yeah. you just gotta make sure <laughs> that if you have one weak one weak link here then you might. The other one might get a goal in. Hmm. So it's kind of like, do you want to do you want to become an expert sculptor and only become good at sculpting? That is taking your strongest thing and making that stronger. Yeah. Or do you want to take your weakest thing and make that stronger? That yeah. could be like, oh maybe your maybe your effects work is really bad, or your lighting or whatnot. And just that that also just depends on what you want to become. If you want to become the most hotshot sculptor out there, maybe you want to only make the stronger stuff stronger. Mm. But if you want to become more generalist or have an overall sense of what, get a good art foundation, maybe you want to take the weakest things. That's kind of what I was doing. I was, I was I, I, I improved the base thing so I could do most things. But then I just, I, I, I took my sculpting and made that stronger and stronger yeah, and stronger. Yeah. But then you, let's say, you do want to only become a sculptor, only a hotshot sculptor. You still got to do the whole, what is my weakness here? And, um, that's like, well I'm not very good at sculpting ears. Sculpt ears. Yeah. Just do a bunch of them. Sculpting noses, all of these kind of things here. And then you can expand from there. And you just generally just refine your skill set to a point where you'll become awesome. <laughs> More than adequate. <laughs> I think I think that's a good point also to staying motivated throughout your say, throughout your career, mm. is that um when you just back to sculpting like we're talking about the ears like you wanted to do hard things not easy things if you if you get to a point where you're comfortable like you're truly comfortable and you feel good about what you do Mm. you know you you actually feel like this is some good stuff i'm producing good quality work you can get work you're hired all that stuff then i think it's time to like you know introspect Mm. look in and figure out what is what are the areas that you're maybe not so good at and then go back and reevaluate that and do that that's going to be uncomfortable again mm-hmm. and then so you'll be in this cycle of oh, i'm not very good at ears or feet or eyes or whatever yeah. then you get that up to a certain level yeah. and now you're good at two things yeah. and so you can keep improving this all the time i think i think what we're kind of hinting at here is uh, the t-shirt which says get out of your comfort zone yeah <laughs> and that is important yeah, like yeah. Y- by doing this you will just it will just feel uncomfortable yeah and that is kind of the comfort zone I just don't want to say get out of a comfort zone and leave it at that. Because that's like, all right, cool. Uh, now I'm out of a zone. Like, what does that even mean? You know what someone should do? They should Not. transcribe this entire thing, <laughs> then put it on the longest picture in the world, <laughs> and then post it on Facebook. If you do that, that would be awesome. That would be pretty awesome. I wonder if you could do like a... Because um, like oh, YouTube has those automatic captions. Oh, yeah. If there's a way to export out the <laughs> captions, paste them into a picture. <laughs> so if someone from the Discord is listening this is now a job for you. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be funny. That would be funny. Going back to being uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. We can have a little diversions here. Like, yeah, it really is about, like, not about slogans. Mm. It's about, like, the true meaning of it. Like, like what I was saying here, if you, if you, if you are really good at sculpting a face, and then you could do sculpt an ear, it's going to be uncomfortable. And that is what going out of comfort zone means. It means that when you're doing something, and it just kind of, you kind of feel bad about it you you feel insecure, yeah you're uh, and and one of the things I think' is so important here, this is something which has helped me so much is becoming comfortable with the notion of being uncomfortable, here. yeah, it kind of sounds like an oxymoron here, but essentially this means that you're accepting that there's going to be a period here where you are not comfortable mm. of discomfort i really I really learned this when I was a few years ago, I was starting traumamoga in London and um this is crazy martial art. Stupid <laughs> stuff. And um, the first lesson there, I'd never done martial art before. And I was just thinking that this is terrible. I'm getting beaten up left, right, and center. Yeah. And it's it feels really uncomfortable because I didn't know how to punch or strike or, or block or do any of those things. I, I literally had no idea what I was doing. And everyone else did. Mm. Everyone else there was better than me. And I, I just realized that this is just going to suck quite some time and it took a few months but then after a few months you get the basics in there you can kind of start playing around with it you can jump and block and all these kind of things here yeah and that was just from doing something unrelated to cg this has improved my cg a lot because whenever i'm doing let's say i'm sculpting an ear or a foot or whatnot something which is kind of hard and it does feel uncomfortable i'm not like all right screw it let's just pack it up here boys and let's just leave it <laughs> it's more about all right this feels pretty bad yeah Let's just keep doing it. I mean, that's 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 what I have with Japanese as well. It's the thing. The thing that got me sort of into Japanese, I guess, a lot again. I was I've been doing I've been back in Japanese for about two or three months now, mm. and and about a month ago, my approach to Japanese changed. Mm. Um, I was doing the, the the standard stuff of textbook, which I hate. Mm. Like it's it's actually I hate it with a passion because I think learning language that way just sucks like it's not fun like i'm not having fun doing it and when you're not having fun doing something it can be really hard to motivate yourself i guess i've gotten to the point now where it's just like well i just suck it up just watch anime (laughs) for a (laughs) week but then i found i found a channel um here on youtube called mad vs japan and mad was talking about you know Things of keeping, he was talking about keeping yourself motivated. I would really anyone who's interested in motivation, I would actually consider going to Mad vs. Japan's channel, checking it out, regardless mm. of you're interested in Japanese or not, um, because he talks about a, real, a lot of really good things. Mm. And one of the things we talked about um, was um, he he was talking about uh, grinding, which I, it it just clicked with me instantly. Where if we if we change out the fact that we're learning a language or you're learning a software or a skill, any skill. And you go, think of it like a video game. Like, I think most people here can relate to playing video games. Mm. Whether it's World of Warcraft or Pokemon. In this example, we're going Pokemon. Mm. So this is me. I'm stupid when I play Pokemon. <laughs> I get, you know, a couple Pokemon, then I go into the grass and I just, it, I just decimate Pidgeys for a couple of hours. <laughs> that's grinding. Get the buffers of Ratata in the world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then your little Ratata can just destroy Onyx. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that, that's the whole, that, that sort of, I think, shifted my mindset a lot mm. on it, where it's, um, when i'm doing japanese now it's i just view it as grinding like it's not that i enjoy per se learning i'm i'm learning what is it, like 3000 kanji <laughs> yeah and it's not that i massively no enjoy pressure. it you know some parts of it i find it really fun you know learning maybe i look up the etymology of a word and mm. figure out why is this kanji like this um but it's the grind yeah. i just know that if i do this I will level up. Yeah. Then, you know, in October, I'm going to Japan for a week with my girlfriend. So it's like, okay, that's kind of like me going to the gym, Yeah. like the Pokemon gym. And I'm challenging a gym leader. <laughs> and, you know, on Wednesdays, I have a tutor that I try to speak Japanese with. I see that as like a mini challenge as mm-hmm. well. So it's like... That is like a trainer along yeah, the way. Yeah, that's a trainer. I meet a trainer along yeah. the way. It's uncomfortable. I don't yeah. really want to have the battle. Yeah. But now I've been walking in the pidgey grass for a few yeah. hours. And hopefully it's a little bit better. Yeah. And I don't know, like having that mindset on things really changed a lot for me. That made it a lot more enjoyable. At the same time, I also switched out. If if you do go to Matt, I'm not going to go into detail here, but if you if you do go to Matt vs. Japan's channel, you'll see sort of like the method that I'm using. I think that's so important, the whole grinding thing there, because that's applicable to everything. One of the things we want to get across with this video here is that this is not just for CD or whatnot. Like when I'm starting learning Chinese or programming or whatever it might be, or starting a secret company, or <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> all these kind of things. There is, there is a method to it here. It's not just going through it and just trying out random things here. There is a clear method to mm. it now. Like when when I'm going to be starting uh, starting Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu now in a few hours, first session, yay! So whenever you guys listen to this I've probably been beaten to a pulp yeah next there's, next episode uh, it'll probably just be me yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but uh, then you know there's gonna be a, there's gonna be an approach to it like specifically what you're gonna be doing I don't know but it's more about you gotta be grinding gotta be doing a lot yeah I'm gonna be beaten to a pulp it's gonna be really uncomfortable and um, so what so what if it's uncomfortable every single person there is gonna be better than me in a few hours yeah and I know that and it's okay i'm not nervous about it or anything because it's just that's just what's gonna happen because mm. we have an approach to this turns out start learning cd you can learn brazilian jiu-jitsu with the same approach here yeah. like there is actually an underlying thing here to it through discipline and through having a clear goal of why you're doing it so i think we're kind of reaching the end of this now yeah do you have any any crazy stuff you want to talk about any uh I think think we've covered a lot of things. And I I mean, I hope this is sort of. I hope this can help people. So then Uh, this has been exactly an hour right now. Uh, Okay, (laughs) there we go. Now we can (laughs) close. Yeah. (laughs) Phew. (laughs) So um, just to sum it up, though, for me, when it comes to to discipline or to motivation and discipline, all this, it's it's really about discipline. It's really about consistent work. It doesn't have to be. It's not a sprint, it's not where you just running for like crazy to learn whatever it is you're running it or doing it's not about sculpting for 15 hours a day it's about discipline and a slow but consistent effort here Mm. where you have hopefully you have a resemblance of life outside yeah where you you get enough sleep you always get enough sleep you never you never stop that because then everything goes off the rails and you just keep being consistent with it and then get long-term goals as well, like Morton was saying, learning Japanese is one of the reasons it's going to Japan, maybe living in Japan, hmm. a clear underlying thing here. And then I'm also combining this with like bursts of energy as well. Like inspiration yeah. is important. But the, one of the key problems I keep seeing is that people rely on bursts of inspiration. Yeah. Bursts of inspiration is... I'll it, go to station. Oh, I'll yeah. see, Watch the show. Okay, now I'm motivated again. Exactly. You're, you're like... You're relying on... You're relying on, on this like... This very fickle inspiration to be able to do a really hard task here. Uh, most things you're doing is like a thousand step journey. Mm. Like you just gotta take. That actually doesn't sound like a very hard journey at all. <laughs> it's actually, a no. million step journey. <laughs> ten thousand steps for ten thousand hours. <laughs> yes. With your lists. <laughs> <laughs> With your T-shirt slogans. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, most things just takes a lot of time to do. Mm. They just they are incredibly time consuming, and you just gotta accept that it's going to take a long time it's going to you're going to accept that it's going to be really hard and and you're also going to accept that once you do it it's going to be awesome yeah once you can like play around with seabrush or your japanese or whatever it might be it's going to be fantastic and so break big project into smaller into smaller chunks Mm. have clear milestones along the way i think milestones are super important i think didn't maybe let's talk really, about that real quick didn't really touch upon <laughs> but milestones is like a it's a mini it's a mini goal for yeah, me yeah yeah i guess that it's a it's a goal a goal post and it's like yeah. i want to work towards this thing once i reach this thing then i can start the next milestone that i have so i think planning out those milestones can be really important to mm. keep keep ahead so you don't reach that's where you don't you don't reach one of your goals and think Shit! What what do I do now? Yeah, you know it's or you so, never reach your goal. Yeah, it's yeah too exactly. hard. Yeah, so it's like breaking that. It's like breaking your your motivation into smaller yeah. projects as well can also really help you stay motivated. Yeah, exactly. It's like if I were to go to the gym across here now to the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and try to fight the biggest baddest dude there, I would get. You would my, die. I would die. I would get my, he would literally <laughs> kill me in around four seconds. Like that's not a good way of doing it. Or if you're trying to lift weights, you're trying to lift two hundred kilos first time. You can't do it. That might be your end goal to mm. be the best at something, but you have got to have milestones along the way as well. Yeah. If you want, if your goal is to become an artist of Blizzard, you can't just be all right. Start now. Open Maya. Open ZBrush. Go. Yeah. You gotta have something like okay, maybe you you did a really cool piece. You get f- maybe one of the goals is you get featured on on ArtStation. Mm. You get a three D total excellence award. Your mom put your sculpt in the fridge. Yeah. Uh, bunch of you get hundred likes on Facebook. Whatever it might silly things it might be. Just have clear milestones because otherwise you are just gonna be grinding indefinitely. Yeah. And I think the whole thing about being comfortable, being uncomfortable, and do the hard things. Do the things you suck at, yeah, and make sure to improve those along the way, so that you don't like forget what it is to stay motivated. And remember to take breaks, guys. Yeah, play some play some Pokemon. Like, play some Pokemon. Actually, take breaks. Go to nature. We usually have like one walk a day, just trying to go in a little bit, a little bit into a forest, or like just getting some slight nature. Or some, and we were doing life. that even when we were working in a studio. Mm. I think it's important, you know. We'd go for a, a twenty minute walk or something. Just yeah. go outside and not look at your screen all day. Yeah. Like don't look at nature on your screen. No. For example. <laughs> no. It's so like I, when everyone else yeah. took smoke breaks, we took we took walk breaks. Uh, yeah, exactly. It was a little bit weird because I feel some people were like, "Oh, you're taking breaks." No, everyone else is down in a cafe drinking coffee all the time. Yeah. We we took a walk. We just went outside the building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Can you walk outside the building. <laughs> Turns out you yes you can. What are you gonna do? <laughs> so I, I really hope this video hasn't turned into the thing I hate the most in the world which is like pseudo motivational <laughs> yeah. stuff but I feel like we've tried to get our points across and I I hope yeah. I hope it's not pseudo motivational bullshit. I mean it works for us at least. Yeah. So it's uh, we've been really trying this. We've been really trying here to to do the best job we can. Yeah, I'd be very curious to hear if there's anything here in this video which has been particularly useful to you guys. Yeah, if you or you are staying, find that you can stay motivated other ways. You know, yeah. something we can add to this. We'd love to hear that because. Like Morgan was saying, there are things like suddenly like the pidgey grinding metaphor, which is just like, ding, there might be in maybe this entire video, there is one thing which is useful. Yeah. Uh, that's often what I have when I'm going through like all my, my business books and stuff. There is one useful thing. Throw yeah. out the entire thing. TLDR, watch this entire video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much for your attention for an hour oh yeah that's i think that's the longest yeah. video we've ever done yeah probably now go out in sunlight yeah we're gonna go outside now and uh uh-huh. Oh, we're gonna die out there yes yeah. oh god it's gonna be so warm yeah. but yeah thank you guys so much for watching and if you want to see more content like this in the future we're gonna keep it maybe not this long in the future <laughs> but make sure to like comment and subscribe no, thanks guys